0: Mm -hmm. Good morning, and welcome to the Leaders Brief by Egomonk. Today, we will be exploring China's decision to block Jack Ma-owned Ant Group's initial public offering that had created quite a buzz in the business world recently. We will then look at Norway's sustainability goals as their Supreme Court starts hearing a plea by environmental groups to stop the government from licensing new oil exploration bids in the Arctic on constitutional grounds. And finally, we will discuss a U.S.-Taiwan drone deal that has irked China. The Chinese government suspended Ant Group's $37 billion initial public offering after a meeting between Alibaba chief Jack Ma and top Chinese financial executives. News agency Reuters quoted sources saying that the Ant Group was informed that his lucrative online lending business would face increased government scrutiny. However, Wang Wenbin, China's foreign ministry spokesperson, said the IPO was halted to quote, better maintain the stability of the capital markets and to protect investors' interests. The IPO was expected to be the world's biggest stock market debut, with Ant expecting to sell 11% of its shares for approximately $34.4 billion, valuing the Ant Group at about $313 billion. Several prominent investors, including Singapore's Temasek Holding and Abu Dhabi Investment Authority, had already signed up to the share offering for the flotation scheduled for November 5th. Ant has promised to return cash committed by the investors, saying that the company will wait for further notice with respect to further developments of their offering and listing process. Notably, the company's payments platform Alipay has become an essential payment tool for over 900 million Chinese citizens. Besides Ant Financial, the world's most valuable startup had helped five mutual funds successfully raise $8.96 billion. It relied on an extensive month-long campaign, leveraging billboards, live streams on online marketplace Tuobao, and influential money managers to get 10 million individual investors to lock in their money for at least 18 months. Apart from the sudden setback for one of China's richest men, Jack Ma, the blocking of the much-hyped IPO will undoubtedly decrease investors' confidence in Chinese stock markets. Moving on to the Scandinavian world, Norway's Supreme Court is hearing a landmark case that could determine the future of Arctic oil drilling in the region. Environmental groups including Greenpeace Nordic and Young Friends of the Earth Norway, with the backing of 500,000 petitioners that include Swedish teen activist Greta Thunberg and the UN Special Rapporteur on Human Rights and the Environment, David Boyd, have pleaded Oslo's highest court to block oil and gas drilling in the Arctic. The ongoing hearing will end tomorrow. The environmental groups had sued the Norwegian government for opening up the Arctic for oil drilling in 2016. The plaintiffs have argued that oil drilling in the Arctic is against the Norwegian constitution and will prevent Norway from staying faithful to its Paris Accord promises. The government has argued that oil drilling in Norway, which produces about 1.7 million barrels of oil per day, can allow for natural gas to replace the burning of other fossil fuels across the European continent. And added, that an expensive interpretation of the Constitution's environmental provisions would change the relationship between state powers in a fundamental manner and potentially erode democracy. While environmentalists are hopeful that the Supreme Court may hold Norway accountable for not doing enough to limit greenhouse emissions, it is more likely that the court will rule in favour of the government. Norway is heavily dependent on its Arctic oil and has amassed over $1 trillion through its reserves. Two lower courts had previously declined the environmentalists' petitions to invalidate the exploration licenses issued by the government. However, they are instances of the Norwegian Supreme Court ruling against the government. While ruling in favor of Norway, both lower courts did recognize the rights of citizens to bring cases questioning government policies on climate change. Experts say that it remains unclear in whose favor the 15-member Supreme Court bench would deliver their judgment. Coming back to the Asian continent, Days before the U.S.A. saw a government change in a closely contested presidential poll, Washington approved a $1.8 billion missile deal with Taiwan that includes 135 ground-to-air missiles, 6 MS110 air reconnaissance pods, and 11 M142 mobile light rocket launchers. In a separate deal, the U.S. State Department also approved the potential sale of 100 Boeing-made Harpoon coastal defense systems to Taiwan in a $2.37 billion deal. The move has irked China, with Beijing threatening to sanction several US companies, including Lockheed Martin and Boeing. The US arms sales to Taiwan severely violate the One China principle and the three China US joint communiques and seriously undermine China's sovereignty and security interests. China firmly opposes and strongly condemns it, Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesperson Zhao Lijian said in a statement. The three China-US communiques were signed when the US had cut diplomatic ties with Taiwan to recognize the People's Republic of China in August 1982. But the USA had also signed security arrangements with Taiwan while committing to approve weapons deals without consulting the Chinese government. Welcoming the deal, Taiwan's foreign ministry tweeted that the deal, quote, "...demonstrates the US government's commitment to the Taiwan Realtors Act and Six Assurances, and enables the country to maintain a robust self-defense and regional peace and stability." Beijing continues to see Taiwan as part of its territory that has not ruled out the use of force to achieve reunification. Increased Chinese military activity along the Taiwan Strait continues to threaten the Tsai Ing-wen government. Taipei believes that the US deal will increase its intelligence, surveillance and reconnaissance capabilities against Chinese aggression. Taiwan had split the Chinese mainland in 1949 following a civil war. That is all for today. Thank you for listening. We will be back tomorrow with more happenings from around the world. Tune into EgoMong to stay updated on the latest happenings and their impact on global trade, technology, and innovation. Egomonk helps you make sense of change. We are a global intelligence platform delivering asymmetric outcomes by bringing organizations closer to the communities they want to serve and the leaders they wish to influence. Visit our website insights.egomonk.com. That is I N S s i g h t to subscribe and make better and faster decisions today. If you wish to collaborate with us, then please email us at contact at the rate egomong.com.